episode 50, boys. Episode 50. After that, we're going to stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're gonna gonna I'm going to go on my own. Yeah, you're going to have a spin-off podcast, huh, Harry? Yeah. It's, welcome to Harry's Movie Reviews. Harry's Movie review is going to be... Like, yeah, I sat through it that. It was good. <laughs> on a rating of sitting, like I, I'll, I'll give that like one like a like, recliner to like, a lawn chair. <laughs> this was a good movie. It was go good. watch it. Go check that it out. is all. <laughs> like, this is the shortest podcast known to man. Like the but review it's... of the movie is like a minute, but the review of like the theater seating, he's like, it was good. They had warmers. It's like 15 minutes of that, but yeah, no, Harry, we'll support you. You know, you go yeah. out and doing your own thing. Yeah. So guys, That's we've been starting party. off. We've been starting off with what we'll do of the week. This week, we're gonna start it off with something positive. We're gonna start off with we're gonna do instead of a Fudu person of the week, Fudu means dumbass, just in case anybody forgot. We're gonna go ahead and do good person of the week. Can't can't can't, can't person, person of, the week. of the week. Can't person of the week. GPW. Can't person of the week. Guggen? GPW, yeah, yeah. It's uh it's it's opposite of what we usually have, which is football of the week, which we do have a football of the week this week week too. Which football of the week is a great fucking, you know, little segment that we have on here. And you know, if we made shirts that said football of the week, I I guess people couldn't wear those, right? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want a shirt that said football of the week on it, but that's just my walking around representing yourself. Like, stop wearing this shit every day. My wife would be so mad. <laughs> You're like at an event. <laughs> this week, Virdas. Virdas is an Indian comedian um, who performed at the Kennedy Center recently. And he did what comedians do best. He did what entertainments do, uh, entertainers do best. He had a commentary on what he felt like was wrong in India. And then he said it, and you know when you say the truth, oh, bad people, people get mad, and people get really mad. It didn't so, seem like it would be that controversial of a fucking right. Though, it, I didn't think so either. But so Vidas and I've kind of shared this on my Instagram and Snapchat, and it's on YouTube. I would really advise watching the six minute video. It's a nice little satire about what's going on. He's from India. He's an Indian comedian. And he basically talks about the country and he, you know, so I don't, I'll play like a small portion of the clip here in the podcast so you guys can check out. I come from which India? I come from two Indias. Those are the Indias that I bring on stage with me right now. I come from an India where we worship women during the day and gang rape them at night. I come from an India. I come from an India where we scoff at sexuality and yet fuck till we reach a billion people. I come from an India where journalism is supposedly dead because men in fancy suits and studios give each other hand jobs, and yet women on the road with laptops are still telling the truth. I come from an India where we take pride in being vegetarians and yet run over the farmers who grow our vegetables. The video, um, it's on YouTube. His name is Birdas, B-I-R-D-A-S. Um, and boy, so in India right now, the ruling party is the BJP, and Ashutosh Dubey is the legal advisor to this party. And what he said pissed off so many people. This is what happens when you speak the truth, by the way. It pissed off so many people that this, the legal fucking advisor filed a complaint with the Mumbai police for implement inflammatory comments made against the country. India is the largest democracy in the world, supposedly. That doesn't sound very democratic. Indian filmmaker Ashok Pandit actually tweeted out, I see a terrorist in this man called Vidas. Like, what the fuck? Indian people are so extra. So extra. So this video is actually a satire about the duality. That This is his comment, by the way. He had to clarify his remarks. Kind of. He didn't walk him back, but he did clarify it. He said, this video is a satire about the duality of two very separate Indians that two that do two different things, right? So I think that's a good remark and that's the truth. But the one funny thing is how life works is, you know, the reason the protest was happening, three of the bills got repealed by Modi and he came out and he said, I want to apologize to the countrymen. This is a direct quote. 
with a pure and true heart that something may have fallen short. He said this in a televised address to the country. He said, we were not able to explain to some farmer brothers, whatever I did was for the farmers and what I'm doing is this for the country. So first he was humble and then he kind of like that. And then he kind of had to like, the main thing is that the things got the repealed. Yeah, the main thing well, is the things Well, the got process repealed. has started. The process yeah. has started. And so what basically, what I think is going on personally, is my personal belief is it's election season. So the um, election's coming up. BJP needs to maintain power. And you can't maintain power by upsetting the sentiments of the farmers throughout the many states all throughout India, you know? So... Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, and some of the farmers, in fact, Rakesh Takat said he's a prominent leader of the farmers and a political power broker in uh, UP, Uttar Pradesh in India. And he said the farmers are not going to stop their protests until the laws have been formally repealed and the government apologizes for the deaths of more than 700 farmers. 700 people, more than 700 people have lost their lives. How long was the protest going on for? It's well over a year, right? Right. 358 days, I believe. Yeah. And so... I think there needs to be reform. The current system is failing. 28 farmers um, whose lives depend on farming die every day from India. And these numbers of suicide are exactly, they're from the National Crime Record of Bureau from India. So it's the government website. So that means that these numbers are probably off and there's probably a lot more that are unaccounted for because, you know, I, I just don't trust whoever the hell publishes these numbers for India. So, you know, good for Prime Minister Modi, good for repealing these laws. And he repealed them on the birth of Guru Nanak Dev Ji, uh, the first Sikh Guru. And some people pronounce it Sikh. It's Sikh. I like Sikh because I think Sikhs like to seek knowledge. So it's fitting that the bills were repealed on this day because, you know, the three pillars of Sikhism are Kirt Karo, which translates to work hard and honestly. Nam Japo, which translates to remember higher beings and understand your relationship with God. Whatever, whoever you may think that higher being is. Waheguru, Allah, Buddha, or whatever the fuck Tom Cruise believes in. I think that's more of a cult, but I digress. The third pillar is third pillar is share with everybody, help the needy, and give back to humanity as a selfless service to everyone. And yo, I think everybody can dig that. But now that we got the wholesome shit out of the way, time to move on to the negativity because I'm a hypocrite, but I'm man enough to admit it, guys. So Fudu of the Week. Take it away, guys. I'm, it's Zach oh, Stacy. Here we go. Zach Stacy, Fudu of the Week. Chris posted it a few days after she got out of the hospital. I think she kind of posted it to bring awareness to all the women who, you know, are abused but aren't, are kind of scared to put it out there that they've been abused like that. But so, seems like Zach Stacy went into her house and brutally abused her, tossed her like a rag doll towards the television, body slammed her. The video was horrible to watch. Horrible. Just sad. And then there was a five-month-old baby crying. And after the beatdown, Zach Stacy had the audacity to say, I love you, son, and then walked out. And I watched this video, and it, it, it was very hard for me to watch because this is a fully grown man. Like he was a running back for the Jets. Yeah, not just a regular man. He's like he's a not fucking, a regular like stud athlete. You know, yeah. <clears throat> it's very hard to make it in the NFL. It's the top of the top. So this guy was, he made it. Didn't stay long. Didn't play for the Jets. He played for the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in this video, he just brutalizes this woman, smashes her, throws her into a TV, body slams her, and he does this all in front of a five-month-old ba- his son. You know, and the reason I thought it was a lot of people would treat Devontae Adams, current NFL player, uh, star wide receiver, good guy for the Packers. Devontae Adams posted it and he goes, he needs to be in jail. I'm not going to post this video. And and it just fought wildfire, bro. Everybody on the Internet. So Zach Stacy's number was leaked on the Internet. I shared that as well. Phone number, yeah. Did you give him a call? I did. He turned the phone off. I wonder why. But, okay, so... It's kind of crazy, but got arrested right away within like what forty eight hours of all this happening. Uh, he went. He was like hiding out with his friends or something, right, Harry? Yeah, his friends were hiding him pretty much. I think he flew out to Orlando. Yeah, so he flew from Nashville to Orlando Thursday night with the intention of turning himself in. 
And he, he yeah, was, man, he was like the ambassador for yeah, he was the innovation, right? Yeah, he was the ambassador for um, Trans Perfect Music City Bowl, which is um, it's an American college football, I guess, kind of like a Super Bowl for them, and certified by the NCAA. Not anymore, right? Yeah, no. he's not an ambassador anymore. No, no. As soon as the no, be- as soon as the video came out, um, this is a quote that's on the thing. It says, "Based on the video and domestic violence report regarding Zach Stacy, the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl has terminated the relationship with Zach Stacy effective immediately." Yeah, man. Like I remember, like after that video went viral, I think Harry, you you sent it to us in that morning, and. That shit was disturbing, you know, that just shows you what, like, a fucking, like, you know, it, it, it was just terrible to watch. Like, I really didn't even want to watch it, and, um, you know, it, it was good, like, in the sense, it was good that it went viral, because they were able to track his ass down, lock mm-hmm. him up, and um, I remember she had posted a follow-up video, like, to her Instagram or something, saying that, right. like, hey, if anybody knows anything about him, like, please, like, help turn him in. I I remember after I saw that I was like I was just scared for her like holy shit like hopefully yeah she I think after after the whole situation I think she also tweeted that her her son and herself they're safe and that but she was scared for her life because I was watching a YouTube video and the guy that was breaking it down he said that after all that happened Zach Stacy texted Chris I believe is her name Chris Evans. Um, saying uh, her time is coming, so we yeah, don't know what bro. that means. We don't know That's what that means. Fucking, yeah. yeah, dude, that shit was scary. And uh, you know, for mm-hmm. the week for a goddamn reason. And, and that's what this all goes to show is social media is a crazy and powerful tool. Um, and we can all use it to do. I mean, it's it's our social media, so we can post pictures of us and stuff we like. That's wonderful. But once in a while, we can also use it to do the right thing. And I think the right thing was done here. And I'm very happy that she's safe. Her baby's safe. She's posted a picture of her baby. And the, we, we should, you know, I think it, it shouldn't even need to be said out loud. But grown-ass men shouldn't lay their hands on women. And so uh, I guess he's, um, I guess he's being charged with two felonies, mm-hmm. which is aggravated assault and criminal mischief. So yeah, so hopefully he gets he gets he gets you know all the punishment and it's swift and you know he gets the full extent to the law the long dick of the law is like we like to say but he is yeah so well deserved food of the week yeah we 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 were gonna talk about some other foods but this came our up. previous our, our previous food of the week Travis Scott by the way is being uh, sued for a lot of money it's up to two billion now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, Kylie Jenner better, you know, pop open that little bag out. Yeah, dude, I doubt that the the fucked up thing is with how these fucking. I don't. I don't think he's gonna end up having to like personally pay much. Like, you know, like that's just the thing how it is. Like they get good lawyers and shit, and the two billion numbers to kind of like you know stir up like you know make headlines and stuff and everything like that. And I think whenever the courts and everything does go through, like. I doubt that he's personally going to have to pay much if I was him. I mean, if I was like the, the fucking event organizer and stuff, I'd throw his ass under the bus. Cause again, like, you know, people make the arguments like, Oh, he didn't do that. He wasn't the one out there. It was the organizers that didn't organize it. Right. It's like the damning thing is a smoking gun is that tweet. We still sneak in the wild ones in you incite that stuff. You know, if I was the, if I was the organizers and stuff to save my ass, be like, yo dude, he did this. Like, and, and these know, things so... are insured. these things are insured. I don't want to spend too much time on Travis again. You know, um, these things are insured. Maybe he won't get away with it. But I think the good thing about this is it kind of has raised safety awareness. I think people kind of be performers, event organizers, everybody. It sucks that you know nine people had to lose their lives for it to happen. But but and and you know there's a lesson here. And so well, you know Travis and with Travis Drake. Is also a part of this. Um, yeah, Drake's good. Yeah, and a lot of people still don't understand why Drake, though, because as far as I know, he just came out at the end. Because I think the whole um, show Travis Scott put on was lasted only like 45 minutes. 
Yeah, I think yeah. when he came out at the end, they said it kind of surged. But then again, like they're probably gonna sue everybody that was involved. In yeah, himself. if he's involved, he's gonna get sued. So you know, and that'll prevent him from being courtside at NBA games. And I doubt, yeah, I doubt <laughs> Kylie Jenner is gonna personally have to, you know, be like, oh, it's okay, Travi, I got you. That's none of that's gonna happen, bro. These people get let off. Like you know, the big thing is if the sponsors and stuff drop them. He had, uh, you know, his collab with Nike, the Air Max Ones that was supposed to come out uh, here in the next few days. And Nike, like a week, you know, like they waited like a week because I remember I would go on the sneakers. I feel like this shit's still on here. They're still going to release this. And then they pulled it. They postponed it. So that's a wise move, Nike, you know, not Mm -hmm. releasing like running shoes uh, for fucking this guy. Like after everything that happened, I don't know why it took as long as it did, but you know. I think that was a little inevitable. NBA, having to switch over. This is going to be another. It's always hard to transition over from Fudo of the Week. But we're going to transition over from Fudo of the Week to the NBA, guys. So talking little hoops, man. You know, the NBA season has been going on for a minute now. We're like, I don't know how many games in, but like. Then we're like 15, 15 16 games yeah, in. Yeah, 15, 16 games in for most teams. And, you know, the NBA season really doesn't start until the Christmas games. And then. You know, it doesn't really, really get going and get all the attention until the NF, you know, the Super Bowl ends, and then, right. it's, then we're full force with the NBA head. But just you know, doing a little bit of touching on what's been happening. You know, two of the the biggest teams in the NBA and Harry's Warriors. Um, so you know, we just want to talk about <laughs> two teams. One that is far exceeding the the boys a free agent. You know, and, he needs to pick a team, but. You know. You know, the two teams that we're going to be talking about. All right, Jess, you know, we'll talk about your Lakers first. And oh, my, my Lakers. Lakers too. Yeah, oh, my Lakers too. But, so, again, again, one oh, Duggan, team. Duggan got two teams. You know, one two. team, one team far exceeding expectations. The other one not living it up to it. You know, so the Lakers have been a mess. Everybody during the offseason were saying that they're really old, that they're not going to mesh well. Westbrook's not going to be that good with the, you know, with, with, with the rest of the team. And, you know, I – you know, I was like, nah, they're going to figure it out. It's LeBron. They always figure it out. And um, it doesn't seem figured out too well so far. And another, you know, the con- the pro for Westbrook coming on is like, hey, if LeBron needs to rest or if LeBron gets hurt, these some of these games Westbrook can take over and, you know, get these wins for them. Again, mm-hmm. hasn't been the case. LeBron's been out for a couple weeks now with like an abdomen strain. And, you know, you can't really make full judgment. But, again, you know, we're talking about how they're playing right now. And not so good right now. They just can't string along multiple wins. It's like highs and lows. And, what we, Harry, have you been watching any of the games? Um, no, I don't get a chance to watch them. But I'll look at the scores here and there. I can't, like, watch live games. I think Harry it's, had told me something. Yeah. Yeah. Or Guggen had told me something about what you guys thought about Westbrook. Yeah. Harry, Harry had game. an interesting take. So, you know. Yeah. That's... You know, I was, I was just saying like, you know, they should, they should like separate Westbrook and LeBron and give LeBron his little own team with AD, DeAndre Jordan, Rajon Rondo or Dwight Howard, you know. And then Westbrook got his own thing. And then when they got to switch out, Westbrook can just go in there and play his own game. So essentially Westbrook so coming he's not off clashing, the bench. You know? Yeah, so coming off the bench, because that's always been the thing about Westbrook, that when he's playing off ball, he'll just kind of go stand there. And LeBron plays the best when, you know, LeBron's going to be the distributor. Like that's how he plays. And that's what yeah. he's at his best when he'll either drive in, get attention and throw a pass fucking spot on to the open shooter and Westbrook's not really a spot up shooter as well. Like, you know, his percentages this year have been a little bit higher, but you know, um, I, I think Harry, like, you know, like it, I think that would definitely make them better if you had Westbrook coming off the bench. Cause then there's the scoring off the bench and leading the second unit. Exactly. But just, do you think that is something that old Russell would be okay with? Like, like like we talked about, I was like, you know, if they want to get a chip, they're going to have to make some sort of sacrifice, which I don't see LeBron going on the bench because, I mean, him and AD got a chip in 2020. So, they as a new cat to the game, <laughs> you know, I think, I think James was trying to sacrifice him. He was trying to go for Dame. <laughs> oh, Bro, Dame, man. yeah, Dame. 
Yeah, that was me. I'll figure it out. I don't know. Hopefully yeah. they'll figure it it's, out. Right again, now it's very, very early in the season. I think they're eight and eight, ninth in the conference right now. But so is everybody else. They're tied with everybody else. Like if they win one more game, they jump up. They win two, three more games, the, they jump up. But the, the I think it's too early like, to sign the. Yeah, but you know we're just talking currently the, what's happening in the season. But yeah, and then really LeBron's the been out, so you know we'll see what happens. They'll they'll flush it out, but. The team that's far exceeding everybody's expectations. Everybody thought they would get much better once they got Clay and Wiseman back, but the goddamn Warriors are just fucking out there. They they have really good chemistry. Steph is playing at an MVP level, and they're just fucking routing some of these teams. And you know, Curry last year he was hurt, and you know they they had a they had a two year slide, but the Warriors this year so far have been far, far exceeding. And then there's still, you know, Clay's still going to come back and Wiseman's still going to come back. Wiseman's still going to come back. You know, Jordan Poole and Curry, they're putting on a show. Yeah, Jordan Poole and Draymond, definitely Draymond made. Green. Draymond Green's definitely changed up too. Yeah. And Playing Andrew, on both sides. Wiggins has definitely taken that finally, that step that everybody had kind of been, you know, asking for him to do in his whole career like hey man like you're this guy you're are you gonna be this guy and finally like he's kind of showing the flashes and playing it like that a little bit more consistently and then you know some of these other guys that like fucking Gary Payton uh Jr. they had cut him when the season first started and then they brought him back and you know he's I'm sure you guys have seen some of the highlights this dude's a lockdown defender on one end and he's like super athletic on the other end um just cause you know, I think Curry is one of the best leaders in the NBA because you know he himself comes off as selfless, and that kind of trickles down to the rest of the team. Juan Toscano Anderson, last year he had a lot more playing time. You know, he was it's a he's a player that was in the G League and kind of bounced around. He's 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 a you know hometown boy in Oakland. So you know, somebody a post game the other night asked him like, hey, like. Are you getting frustrated? You're not getting as much playing time this year? And he's like, frustrated? He's like, you know, like, everybody wants to play, but I'm like a grown man, and I'm doing my job. I'm going to do what my team asks me to do, you know? Like, I could be playing – I could be getting more playing time but playing for, like, a team that's not winning. He's like, you know, I'm playing for the best team in the NBA, and I'm playing with future Hall of Famers. Like, you know, that's the type of perspective, like, the 10th guy on the bench has, you know? Sacrifice. Yeah, exactly. So you you know, so I have no idea what's going on with the Warriors. Hey. I don't even know if Clay's back yet. He's not. No, he's I not. Think he's gonna come like mid mid December. I mean, me and Gary were talking about it. I think they should. I mean, the Warriors are doing pretty good. So if they need to like put them out a little longer, I think it'll be beneficial for the team yeah. and Kevin. It'll just be dope to have Clay back, man. Because like oh, yeah, people have kind of forgotten who. You know, like, but yeah, imagine these guys are so scary, and then they're gonna get Clay back. That's not even fair. Yeah, it's looking good, but you know, we'll pre- we'll periodically keep touching on basketball as the season goes on. Again, it doesn't really get going until those Christmas games, but it's been it's been exciting. It's been nice to see, and I would definitely say Curry is the MVP right now. He's getting MVP chance in 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 the in, in like the away arenas. He got MVP chance in Brooklyn. And he also got MVP chance at the Cavs game. The same Cavaliers they faced in the finals like fucking three, four times. Like, you know, three times. Oh, my God, a good player. We haven't seen this since LeBron left. Yeah. How's Sexton doing over there? He's actually out for the season. <laughs> he like, oh, tore something in his knee. But Evan Mobley, yeah, the Cavs, they do have somewhat of a bright future. You know, Darius Garland's playing at a good level this year. And yeah, Sexton's out, but Evan Mobley, who I think went like second or third in the draft. No, I think he went like third in the draft to the Cavs, and he's looking really good, uh, especially as a rookie. He just—I think he was out for a little bit now, but he's—he's he's looking solid. So you know, but they're the Cavs, so I'm sure they'll figure something out to <laughs> fuck it up. <laughs> the Bulls are looking uh, good. The yeah. The Bulls, and how about this? Like, what is this a little bit of a tell that the Wizards, after trading Westbrook away, are I think they're leading right now as we're recording. They're they're the number one team in the West. I'm in the East right now. Like, does that say something? 
Westbrook, I hope you're listening to this and you better like back me up by like, you know, not playing like a football. <laughs> we can't, unfortunately, we can't make him a football of the week just by his playing. I know. His career's already done that. Yeah, but you know, I th- I think I think it really does go to with with what Harry said with sacrifice. Like, he he can't just keep doing what he's doing. He needs to change some stuff. And if he is willing to buy in and sacrifice, then I think they will be successful. But exactly. only time. Yeah, the main know. thing. Sometimes you got to just buy in, take that back seat, let the star do the thing, and that's LeBron James on that team. Exactly. I think it should be Anthony Davis, but you know, Davis doesn't have that. You know, no, Davis I feel like you need that mentality, though. but that's okay. He'll get there. Um, Le- LeBron can LeBron can lead. You know, he can distribute yeah. the ball. He can you know tell people where to go, and they listen to him. Yeah. He's got chips. Definitely, guys. Stop talking about my Lakers. Let's talk <laughs> about my Niners instead. Oh wait, never mind. Wait, but no, this is not football. We week. did, we did, we did trash the Rams on Monday though. Yeah. That felt good, man. That was my felt real good. Oh, well, we got in their head so much. We got in their head so much that Matthew Stafford's wife was throwing pretzels at like Niners fans, but that's okay. To be... Matt Stafford was throwing passes to Niners too. <laughs> exactly, but to be fair, she did come out and apologize. So mm-hmm. yeah, good for her. her. I have a feeling I Stafford should have been the one apologizing, don't you think? So yeah, Harry's like, I will not accept this apology. Like, Harry, you're not even a Niners fan. You're I know, for fan. real. <laughs> we need to hear it from him. Suspend him. It's like, what? <laughs> Send him to the Colts. How That'll teach him a Niners... lesson. <laughs> How did the Niners win? <laughs> not only win, do they smoke those. We own the Rams. This is yeah, our fifth yeah, win yeah. in a row. This is our fifth win in a row against them. In a row. That was... Just when was the last time that I think this was the first win at Levi's in a long yeah. time? So okay, that's all right. It was good. One hopefully, hope, hopefully, hopefully, this momentum carries on. But you know, it's good little good little sports talk this week, boys. Yes, it is. But now it's time to switch over to entertainment. You guys saw Dune? Yeah, right? we did. Harry, I'm curious mm-hmm. to. No, oh, yeah, Harry, go for it, Harry. Yeah, let's, let's, start with, let's start with you, Harry. What did you think of doing Do not Harry? start with me. All right, all right, we won't start with you. We won't start with you. I'm not very uh, I, you know, when 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 this movie first came out, like if we would have done this review like two weeks ago, I would have had way more. Because like after I saw it, I, I really enjoyed this movie. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out. It's on HBO Max, but I think it leaves the end of November. It's still currently playing some places. And I'm kind of hesitant to recommend this movie um, because it's kind of like a different type of movie. It, it got kind of advertised as like this big blockbuster, which there is there big set pieces. Yes. Are there is it visually just fucking beautiful? Yes. Is there action in there? Yes. But it is more so character driven. The storytelling in here is a lot more exposition and world building. So to some people, this will seem like it's a slower movie. They're talking so much, you know, blah, 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 blah. So if you're more so into movies that are telling a great story and have great characters, but it is a little bit slower, then you'll enjoy this movie. But if you're going in there just hoping to see like a space opera with a lot of fucking action and explosions and stuff, are there, it, there are some of that in there. But it's not the whole movie. And, you know, you might think it's a little bit slower. So I did recommend this to a couple people. You know, some people said they really enjoyed it. And then there were some people saying, like, there was so much talking. Why not more explosion? But, you know, it's, it's, it's more of a film than it is just like a big blockbuster popcorn movie. But um, I did see it in theaters. And I think that really did help because I know both of you guys watched it at home. And it is two and a half, two hours and 40 minute movie. So... You know, if you're watching it at home, if it's kind of dragging out in some parts, you know, your attention shifts to your phone. And then once the phone comes out, that's kind of it. But that's kind of what happened to me. Yeah, me too. I, I, it took me like a week. Yeah. To this. I thought it was a beautiful movie. And when I was watching it, I was like, because I, ha- I haven't read any of the books. As if you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while, I don't read. Um, <laughs> but like seeing some of the stuff in here, I was like, you know, I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm like, huh, that's like 
oddly like Star Star Wars and stuff. But then after seeing it, I realized that Frank Herbert, who wrote this book, uh, you know, the Dune series, it's a total of six books, which he, I think the first one dropped in like 1960 something, 64. I don't have the date exactly, but predate Star Wars. So actually George Lucas actually used it as an inspiration. And, you know, so it was kind of the other way around. I was like, oh, this seems like it's ripped off from that, but it's not. Um, overall, I really enjoyed it. And this definitely is a part one. And, you know, the books, again, it's six parts and it spans over thousands of years. And, you know, after seeing it, I did watch some more videos and breakdown just because I was so enamored with the world that they built and the story that they're telling. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll continue to talk a little bit more about it. But what did you guys think? Um, I dragged it. I mean, I finished it in one sitting, but I was yeah. distracted. So I didn't really get like the full story. It took me a few settings, but... But you start you watching movies at like 1130 at night know, and then you're I like, know. I fell asleep. I didn't like, what do you think was going to happen? You, you know, know Harry, maybe, maybe I can, maybe me and Doug can help connect some dots. What, what, what didn't you get? Or what did you think? What did you have questions about? Are you asking me? Yeah, yeah. What did you like? What did, what didn't you like? Like the, you know, the whole fucking, the futuristic shit that they're going to there. Um, so he's already like, he has some type of power, right? He's trying to get the land power. Is that, so that's what it is, right? The, the, the story of him um, is, that, is that he's kind of bred. Um, you know, the, the, the Je- sister Jesuits, I think they're called, or like, you know, the, the Jesuits, they're, they're the, you know, like the, the nun lady that, was, that comes there. So yeah. his mom is, um, is, she's, they've been breeding and manipulating like a line for generations uh, to to they, because they want this person that's going to be born who's going to be like their savior or you know they're they're pretty much like this big figure so the mom who's actually not married you know to his father like she's his con- confidant or something so they, they they had the kid together and um they they said that you know you were only supposed to breed a you know like have have a daughter but you wanted to give him like the you know the leader of their their next you know heir or whatever so that's why so she has the mom's been training him with the voice is you know it's kind of like a supernatural power that they have yeah because i think she was um she was trying to tell him to command some things but he had to actually like command it in order for it to happen so you know gargan kind of touched on that earlier so with lucas and man, George Lucas ripped off a lot from Dune. Like it seems like he's you. It's easy to say he used inspiration, but so the commanding thing that right there is the Jedi Force. You know yeah, the Jedi, the fucking Jedi mind. The Force. Yeah, Jedi mind yeah. trick and so tough. Mind tricks, right? So then we have a sandworm, which there's that's another thing that he ripped off. Um, this religion, a powerful people that like have all these special powers. That would be the Jedi, and then. Yeah, there just seems to be the a sand lot of... planet, the yeah. hero stuff like that, and just you know, after watching this and thinking about like you know, so you 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 see what's at stake and what is going on in Dune. There's the planet Dune, uh, which has the spice, which everybody in the universe needs and wants. It's it was you know kind of made as an allegory to the oil in the Middle East. So you know these other families are going there and commanding it and stuff. Uh, you know, the the Harkonnen have been controlling that planet for 80 years, and then they're ordered to go, and the Atreides uh, are going to go and take it over, which is kind of done as in a setup, because they were set up to fail, and, you know, the war was going to ensue. So, you know, after seeing this, like, okay, the Empire and everything, in Star Wars, like, what's the bad guy's motive? Like, what's the emperor's motive? What's Darth Vader's motive? They would just want power and control of the, the, the galaxy. Is like, yeah. is, there, is there anything they're specifically after? I don't think so. I think they just want control, and that is why this was, I think, personally better to me. And like you said, it was slow to start off, but I think it's good. I think the payoff's going to be the sequel. It's already been greenlit for a sequel. My wife said the same thing. She goes, "That's it. That's all Zendaya's in it for." And I was like, "Yeah, but you know, I think she's going to have a much bigger part to play in the next part." Um, this was the setup, and this is a really good setup. If you have the patience for it, I think it's going to pay off for the sequels. And I think the sequels, and I thought there was enough action, enough like 
there was the action was different. It wasn't like blowing shit up. It wasn't like Michael Bay action, but it was kind of like um, it reminded me of Tarantino esque action, where it was like slow, nice setups, and at the end there was cool like payoffs. Like, yeah. So Harry, you know his hmm. mom, Lady right. Jessica. Yeah. And you know the guy that's the bad guy, Vladimir Harkonnen. Uh, you know the big fat guy. Yeah. And you know yeah. Paul, Paul Atreides. So Paul is actually the grandson of Vladimir because what they did, you know, when they were breeding and the, the line through, they actually got some DNA from the bad guy, the fat guy, and then hit the mom. His mom is actually like his offspring. So that's oh, stuff yeah. that's going to be coming down the line. And um, that's why he's got like a different type of like, he can sense some different stuff, right? Yeah, because he's like, he was, he's like their Messiah character that like, you know, they've been spreading. And, you know, that's why when they first land there, they're like, oh, he's our, he's our prophecy. Because that, the, the, the nuns, the lady Jesuits and stuff or whatever, you know, they've been going and telling them that like, this is going to be happening. They had already planted the seeds of the prophecy and everything it is just crazy. It's you know we're not gonna do the full full breakdown because this came yeah. out a while back already. But like He's like space whole, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The whole lore and the world building of Dune is crazy, dude. And again, I had no idea about it. I watched the movie and then I did some research after. By by I mean doing researches, I watched some YouTube videos where they explain everything to you. And you know that was cool, man. And again, what they're building here. And you know the the movie overall just looked beautiful. And um, I do. Do you guys want to rate it? Ah, oh, crap. Just oh, on a on a scale of uh, uh, you know, random things on okay, like, you so... know, your usual scale. Dennis uh, uh, Villeneuve, the director, by the way, beautiful masterful job done by him. I got it. I got it. I got it. So on a scale of Phantom Menace to uh-huh. A New Hope. I would definitely say this is probably like this is a new hope. Okay, so that, hey, that, mean, that means it's very yeah. good. I gave it a nine out of a ten, Harry. <laughs> yeah, Harry was like, "What does any of that mean?" But again, Jeff, I agree with you. I give it a nine out of ten as well. Harry, do not let our scores influence you. I know you. Yeah, because I was gonna say I was probably not even gonna rate it because you know I missed a bunch of key things, but. I mean, that was a good. breakdown from you guys, you know, it was, I mean, from what I've seen, I'll probably give it like a 7.58. Because I mean, 7. I 7.58. 7.5. When you're rating movies, right? You know, mm-hmm. me and Jeff, we, we don't just blurt out like random numbers. And I'm not accusing you of that. Uh-huh. What I do when I'm rating movies is I think back to the movies that I consider 10s or 9s or 8s. Uh-huh. And then I was like, how does this kind of stack up next to that? And, you know, what did we get? We, we rated something recently, Eternals. I, I gave that an eight. And I would definitely say this is overall movie wise, it's a little above that for me. So that's why I give it a nine. So you give it a 7.5 to an eight or a yeah, 7.5 to an eight. Can you, can you do us a favor and Take just one? peg it down to one? Yeah. Okay. Be honest with yourself. 7.5. All right. Fair. Yeah, we gotta. Oh, it's either that or you round up. It's either seven points. <laughs> but hey, good shit. Um, speaking of movies, and so we're gonna be super excited for this. I am at least for the sequel because I really want to know where this is going. But another movie that we're really looking forward to, I know Guggen is and I am, is Spider Man Far From Home, and the newest trailer just dropped. And get Harry. this, so is Harry, because you know what our little fucking Harrison did. Remember last week? I don't know what the MCU is. This week, he told me, he went back and he's like, oh, I caught up on Spider-Man. I was like, oh, cool. You saw Homecoming and Far From Home? He's like, no, I saw all of them. I was like, what? He, 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 he went back and saw Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. The no, wait, ones. hold on. Let me, let me clarify this. Wait, you saw Spider-Man 3? I, I didn't watch them. I didn't Why? watch them after that whole MCU situation. I was watching them just to, you know, because I was looking forward to this um, Spider-Man movie. So you saw the two... MCU Spider-Man movies. Pop mm-hmm. quiz, Harry. What's the MCU? The Marvel Created Universe. God damn it, Harry! <laughs> the Marvel Created Universe. Hey, close. Fuck it. I'll take it. Pretty close. Pretty close. Cinematic. 7.5, hey, Harry. 7.5. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
it's all right. Bro. I had I, I missed one. You were close. You missed one. Know, he said he saw the the previous Spider-Man movies and the amazing. Did you see all of them, Harry? Is that what you were telling me the other day? Yeah. You watched the Andrew Garfield one? Yeah. I'm he sorry. caught up on all of them. So homeboys, homeboys excited and ready for this trailer. Oh yeah. So Harry, since you did, what did you think of the trailer? I mean, I can't wait to see all those. So wait, you guys got to. You know, help me out a little bit. All right, right, right. We'll, we'll, we'll watch. You gotta help me out a little bit. Yes. So, so the trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the trailer. Um, basically, what seems to be going on based off the trailers and this one is where we left off at the last Spider-Man film was that Tom Holland's character, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, was shown to the world who he is, so he can no longer hide his life. He goes to Doctor Strange, who's a wizard. He's one of the big wizards, androids, and what was the third one again? Um, sorcerer. Now remember, in one, there's a big three: wizards, androids, and androids oh, yeah. and gods. I think I don't know what the they didn't say the, vampires, did they? I don't remember, but because they've been so, dropping yeah. vampires a lot lately. So he's a wizard, and basically, he goes to him to do this spell, spell to make everybody forget that Parker is Spider-Man, and then Peter Parker interrupts him in the middle of the spell. So now he's opened a portal to multiple dimensions, and people, um, villains specifically, are falling into this dimension from other dimensions and you see Dr. Ock going after him, catching him in the trailer and then he realizes he's in a different dimension when he sees that's not the same Peter Parker. So what the gist of this trailer seems to be is now Dr. Strange wants him to find all of these people and enslave them in some kind of like Ghostbuster-esque device and send them back to where they came from. The moral dilemma for Peter here seems like they're going to die once they go back to that dimension or some of them on did that go in do you think i missed yeah. anything no no i think I, it, 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 you know you got it like it's uh it's locking them up into that you know again from the trailer and i suspect there's a lot of fuckery going on in this trailer. oh yes always uh you know the mcu is kind of famous for that now and you know we we, we kind of caught on like after it took us quite some time to catch on like because we were all just used to like hey what's in the trailer you know, like you would, you would expect that, like what's where the, it's going with the movie. But what the MCU over the past few years has done is they kind of don't show you everything, and not only do they not show you everything, they kind of mislead you. And you know, I'm getting just a weird vibe from Doctor Strange in these trailers. Like he's not really acting like himself. He acts, he seems stupider than normal. Like, you know, like he's he seems like he's doing things that Doctor Strange typically wouldn't. And um. It just seems weird. And then I think like the big, big shot is the shot at the end when the, the villains are all leaping towards and then it's it's you know our singular a single Spider Man, Tom Holland Spider Man jumping. And you know, you could tell like there has been stuff digitally removed from there. So you know, they're famous the, for this. They did this with the Hulk in yep. the Avengers Endgame trailer. They showed Infinity the Hulk War fighting or I mean Infinity War, yeah. They showed him fighting in Wakanda. That wasn't the case. Um, and so I think it, it's the Brazilian trailer. It's not the American one. Yeah. But there's Brazilian. a scene where the uh, lizard's actually getting punched. Right? Yeah. He like just That's fucking it. moves his face to the side. But then, you know, like I think at this point, you know, it's been it's been fucking speculated to death by now, like for the past couple of years now that, hey, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be back in this. And it only makes sense that, hey, if you're bad guys from the universe that are coming, why wouldn't your good guys come as well? So, you know, we have ourselves a little bit of a Spider-Verse here. And just think of that. Harry, now that you've seen the all the other ones, like how badass do you think it would be if, like, fucking Tobey Maguire fucking came through and Andrew Garfield came through as well? That would, that would be pretty sick. I mean, like you just said, you know, if all the other villains are going to come back, so why not have all three of them? Trying to fight him off, you know. I'd probably send Andrew back. I'd be like, all right, you know, because yeah, like they need more Toby. I <laughs> and I think John, John. I haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man too. I never saw that. The first one was okay though. But John Campy has set Twitter on fire like a couple of weeks ago. He's a YouTube uh, movie reviewer guy. Um, he tweeted out a picture of Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland standing on kind of like a dock. And, you know, there's been these fake leaks in the past. Um, and then uh, also the second picture was Happy, Aunt May, um, 
you know, Spider-Man and also Daredevil. They're sitting at like the kitchen table. And he tweeted both of these out. And then shortly after tweeting it out, he deleted them. But, you know, once you tweet something and people see it, people, everybody, everybody started sharing it. It's so much show that, that John Campia said that he, like Sony reached out to him and said, hey, who leaked this to you? So now Jess, like, photo that he did leak with the scaffolding it's the same scaffolding at that end shot so you know if you connect the dots yes there's probably going to be more than one spider-man even though i think andrew garfield should be sent back home but usually okay. usually mcu movies aren't this leaked and stuff and then honestly dude like just the fucking twitter anytime they fucking comes out they've just been super whiny like i remember the the poster they were having a poster release here it's a goddamn poster folks this poster is bullshit it doesn't show <laughs> the other spider-man it's like yeah motherfucker they're gonna show you that in the poster some dude literally commented it looks photoshopped no shit <laughs> it's like dude like fucking oh, you're internet. we're all fans <laughs> everybody chill out this movie's coming out in a couple weeks like why do you want to see that moment of the other two Spider-Men in a trailer? Like, you know, go fucking see it on the big screen. Like when it, when, it, when that moment happens, it's going to be like an end game esque where the last final battle, like, it would just be cool to see those guys on screen again. But you know, so. the trailer is cool. Um, it, you know, we just love talking about it, but if you want like a full, like 30 minute breakdown of it. Go check out Emergency Awesome or new, new Rock Stars on YouTube. They fucking, they go a little too far sometimes. I kind of don't want to watch as much of their breakdowns anymore because I don't want things spoiled for me. But, you know, so, if, if that's what you're interested in. So how's, how's that Sandman? Um, he's not, he doesn't have anything against Spider-Man, right? Because, yeah, because at the end of Spider-Man 3, you just yeah, saw it recently. Like, he, he lets him he, go. He let him go, yeah. So let's see. You know? But I mean, he's coming back, so I don't know what he's gonna be up to. Yeah, like he. I mean, he was dead. just on a he was just on a run. But yeah, that's Spider Man. We'll be looking forward to that, guys. Thank you. Um, for, oh, before we end up, actually, there's another reason why today, um, the 19th is important. I've already touched on a little bit beginning, um, of the episode. But the other reason I think today's important is it's International Men's Health Awareness, and we've kind of touched on this before because it's National Men's Health Month. But today's International uh, Men's Health Awareness Day. That's November 19th. And then I just wanted to, because last time I talked about this, right? And I posted a lot of stuff and I. We got good feedback read. on it too. We had good feedback. Yeah. We had great. Um, I had some people share the stuff. I even had a friend of mine says, hey, man, I shared that stuff. And then people started asking if I was okay. But he goes, I was <laughs> Everybody's fine. Everybody's been asking you that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, believe me, guys, I'm just fine. This is just how crazy I am. And, this is um, his baseline. Yeah. This is my baseline. So. I once again just want to revisit that. It is International Men's Health Month. And there was a post that I saw that really on the web um, that, that was shared by uh, Mental Health Awareness. It's an Instagram page that I follow. It's called Fight Through Mental Health. It's a very good page. It's, they raise very well awareness. Um, and I think there was a post on there where they shared a, where they shared a tweet, actually. They put it on their story. So I wanted to read the tweet out. Because I thought it was a nice tweet. And I thought that if anybody, you know, I like to put this podcast. The main thing about this podcast is we're not going to preach to anybody. We're not going to tell you how to live your life, what to do. But if you want to pick up what we're putting down, wonderful. If not, have a blessed day. You guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And so the tweet was, you'd be surprised how many times a guy on his bed holding his tears because he's actually stressed, lost, confused, hurt, or ready to give up. But when he shows his face again, he looks perfectly fine and still manages to smile and go about his day like nothing has happened. And the reason why I liked that was because I am a really big Robin Williams fan. I loved Robin Williams growing up. And not on my wildest day growing up would have I ever thought Robin Williams was fighting the demons he was fighting, you know? And when I first found out that Robin Williams committed suicide, I was like, that guy seemed happy as hell. The genie? Glover? That guy? No way. And then I started looking into Robin Williams. And the guy was a genuinely nice guy. He hired homeless people on every movie he worked on. That was one of his conditions. He hired them as extras on his sets just so he could help people. And there was a quote that he made, um, or he had said, and he said, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind. 
always. So once again, guys, happy national, uh, international men's health month and just be kind to people. Thank you for listening. That's if you a, like us, share. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Doug. No, that's a, that's a, that's a great, that's a great way to end the show on a good positive note like that. Um, you know, we, we appreciate all the support, man. We've been seeing the show grow um, over these past couple of weeks, months, and we're just excited to see that. And, you know, it's always good to get feedback from you guys. So thank you for reaching out and letting us know. Um, and, you know, we, we, we just like to kind of, you know, we've been expanding the show. This originally started out with us just doing comic book stuff and, you know, the breakdowns with that. And we, we didn't want to get cornered into that. So, you know, the show it's just been dope to see it grow and um, you know, we're going to keep making it because we really do like making the show for you guys. And um, thank you for listening. Miles apart pod on Twitter, miles apart podcast, anywhere where podcasts are found, Spotify, Apple podcasts. You could literally Google it and just listen to it off of Google as well. Humble and, flex. Uh, yeah. And um, this one, you know, if it sounds a little choppy at times, guys, uh, you know, please bear with us. We had a lot of technical difficulties recording this episode. We're going to do our best to put this together. But, um, you know, just a quick little thing about that. If, if it sounds a little choppy here and there, we had a lot of technical difficulties on this one. But, you know, we wanted to persevere, push through and get the show out there this yeah. week. We lost a lot of our budget to Harry. We have to pay him now because he doesn't. Yeah, man. Like our internet fucking has gone down because of that. <laughs> we redid the contract, you know. And again, if you guys would like a Fudu of the Week shirt. I know I know a person, my wife, RKW Creation, so reach out. Fudu of the Week, yeah. Maybe we could get Gucci a Fudu of the Week. Fudu of the Week. Don't get that. But, and, um, you know, it, and it could have an arrow. You know, yeah. It doesn't have to be you. It could just have yeah, an yeah, arrow. That's, just that's a great idea. idea. Great I'm going to wear that to the next family of men. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Till next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>